Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you talk down and fly like a sucker. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mayhem. I'm your host, Cody Tucker. As always, be sure to like and subscribe. Share with your friends, grandparents, children, whatever you want to do. So, uh, by the time this comes out, Thanksgiving will have already happened and I will have gained roughly 30 pounds. Possibly have... uh, a new uh, prescription of insulin. <laughs> oh well. Ticking time bomb. So. Uh, in case anyone hasn't kept up with news of the National Basketball Association. LaBitch James has become extra pussyish lately. And sucker punched the hell out of Isaiah Stewart. Which resulted in a. Like basically Isaiah Stewart trying to fucking end his life like that dude was not playing around if you go watch the video if you haven't lebron james sucker punches isaiah stewart just what sucker punch him bloodies his eye and his lip and then isaiah stewart walks over to him and lebron you can see he's like oh man i didn't mean to which is bullshit and isaiah stewart is like grabs him by his old haunches uh and that that some bitch knows like Oh fuck, he's he ain't fucking he didn't come over here to like accept my apology. <laughs> like he came over here to like, you know, roughhouse me a little bit. And uh so LeBron starts like backing away like a bitch. And Isaiah Stewart just starts taking off after him. And you have like the whole fucking Detroit um you have like the whole Pistons like sidelines, like teammates, staff, fucking Robocop showed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's fucking crazy about Detroit. Like, that's why that city sucks so bad and is in such shambles. It's basically a third world country, like within the U.S., um, like Louisiana. <laughs> uh, Detroit has, like, a bunch of fucking notable people are from Detroit. Bob Seeger, number one. Joe Lewis, Eminem. Uh, it starts to die away after that, and you get to, like, Kid Rock and Ted Nugent. But Detroit has a lot of famous people from it, and they could make a statue of anybody. They make a, they could easily make a Bob Seger statue or an Eminem statue, but they made a fucking RoboCop statue as a tourist attraction. So you think people are going to go get their windows bulletproofed and all this shit just so they can drive through Detroit and see a RoboCop statue. RoboCop doesn't even fucking exist. And that's who they built their statue for. Was fucking RoboCop. So anyways. Um, at this point, Detroit, you deserve everything that has happened to you. If that's that's your fucking big idea 
on how to get out of these like these economic shambles. You're going to build a RoboCop statue and think people are just going to flood to the city of Detroit to see it. One, that movie sucks. Anybody that tries to pretend like that movie is good is out of their fucking mind. And they're saying that just so they seem like, oh, I'm such an artsy person and I am a film savant. Look, I'll tell you this, bitch. (laughs) I know more about movies than probably the majority of people. And that movie sucks. I've seen thousands of movies and that's not even like an exaggeration. I have a fucking list of every movie I've seen and that movie is not good. It's a cult classic cult classic is just a nice way of saying this movie sucked when it came out. So no one watched it. And now a bunch of fat white people with blue hair and fucking hoodies that have like the hole in the thumb Basically, people that shop at Hot Topic. It's just a bunch of people like that now love it because it's like, oh, it was so bad when it came out, but it's really, it's a it's a great classic. RoboCop sucks. Uh, the Evil Dead sucks. Uh, Army of Darkness is decent, but that movie's still not that good either. So, Evil Dead sucks. RoboCop. The Thing. I just rewatched The Thing because I was like, let me try to like watch this again because I hadn't seen it in a while. And everybody just shits like, like fucking blows their mind away. Like every time they talk about, it, they're like, oh my god, it's so amazing the animation, blah blah blah. Bullshit. That movie is so fucking dumb. And like this little stop motion animation shit is horrible. Why the fuck would I want to watch that? There's a remake of the thing that came out in I think 2011. Watch that one. Fuck the original one. Fuck the Kurt Russell bullshit. Watch the remake. That has actual CGI and the alien looks like a fucking alien. uh, And isn't like a goddamn Wallace and Gromit cartoon. Like watch that one. There's like fucking Tim Burton movies. When everybody like thinks that they're fucking amazing. Tim Burton movies are. Make me so fucking uncomfortable. Like especially like Beetlejuice. Like the hell the. And Edward Scissorhands. Like Edward Scissorhands are super uncomfortable. Like how all the houses look the exact same. But they're just like one's blue. One's pink. One's orange. Ugh. And then like Vincent Price is like real pedophilish. Pedophilic? Is that a word? Pedophilic? Pedophilish? It looks like he fucks kids. Ooh. Edward Scissorhands. Ugh creepy so what the fuck was i talking about lebron james so that fucking big pussy you know it was saying like oh i didn't mean to hit him i didn't mean to do any of this it was an accident and then he's sitting there and then you have like fucking russell westbrook trying to fight which is fucking hilarious like in the video, watch the video and watch Russell Westbrook's reaction when Isaiah Stewart starts charging. He pulls his hands up like this and is getting ready to like, <laughs> like fucking scrappy do. It is, oh man. Like Russell Westbrook just showed the entire world that he can't fight. Not that anybody really like doubted it. I mean, I could fucking fight Russell Westbrook and I am a way bigger pussy than any of these people that I'm talking about. Um, which I would love to, which I really would like to get into that world of the, like, 
which I mean, I'm not a celebrity, but like in the, which neither of these people, but the people who do those like thriller fights who are like all super has-beens and then they do like a fake boxing match and make a, they make all the money in the world. Like the fucking, like goddamn Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. I one, I didn't even know Aaron Carter was alive. Uh, and Lamar Odom, I thought fucking died. Yeah. I thought they were both dead actually. Um, it was probably some beef that they had at a fucking crack rehab <laughs> that was spilling over, but yeah, like, and then they made like so much fucking money off of that. It's like, surely I could, if Aaron Carter is enough of a celebrity to be able to do these fights, surely I could do it. Like, I mean, I would have to qualify if that son of a bitch qualifies as a celebrity. Like, God damn. He made so much money. I So I'm putting my hat in the ring. I don't know what celebrity. Which I have been trying to fight Steven Seagal for a really long time. But I haven't heard back from his uh, camp. <laughs> oh, God. Which I'll even give him like, you know, six months to put his fat ass on a treadmill and drop a few. He also raped a lot of people. Which, which I don't know. Can, can you get in trouble for saying that about someone if they really didn't? guess we will find out <laughs> i mean but i don't think it's like a matter of like whether he did or didn't i mean i think it's like well known that he did that he was like weinsteining people he also had his like entire movie career funded by the by the actual mafia like if you look it up steven seagal knew these people who like the son so it was like this like head like real big mafia dude and his son was trying to be in movies. And, like, Steven Seagal was, like, helping him out or whatever. And as, like, a reward, they were like, oh, well, we'll, like, fund your movie career and take a little cut out of it. And, yeah, so, like, Steven Seagal got put in these movies because, like, the mafia was, like, threatening to fucking kill people if they wouldn't put Steven Seagal in, like, you know, these horseshit movies. And he was such a bad actor that even, like, even the casting directors who were getting threatened by the mafia were like, look, I'd rather... F I'll... I'd rather get a fucking like, what do they call it? Colombian bow tie where you slit the throat and pull their neck or pull their tongue down and pull it out. Like they're like, I'd rather, I'd rather get those. I'd rather get my throat slit than risk putting Steven Seagal in a movie. Like that's how you know you are a shit actor. He also runs like this, which is also great. So I would, you know, in case you're listening. <laughs> In case you're listening, Stephen, uh, come for you, fat ass. So, um, which is fucking crazy. It's crazy that there's like that. You know, I mean, Harvey Weinstein deserves to be in all this trouble, but like, he ain't the only one. No way. Like that world, that whole like entertainment movie world, is just filled with people like that. Look at fucking Corey Feldman. He's out of his goddamn mind because he was getting molested so much. And then Corey Haim's fucking dead because of it. No, inadvertently because of it. I mean, like all those kids end up fucked up. And and people want to say, well, it's just part of being famous. Is If you're famous as a kid, you're going to be fucked up. I don't think that's it. I think being famous as a kid and getting molested all the time is probably what causes the uh, drug problem. And you're getting molested and then handed cocaine like it's fucking candy. Like, yeah. 
you're going to be fucking wrecked by the time you're 19. So, of course, Corey Feldman's doing like Michael Jackson tributes at minor league baseball games. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you look at some like child actors, they didn't end up bad. Jason Bateman's all right. I mean, Kiefer Sutherland, I don't know if you really want to, if you can consider that a child actor, but Kiefer Sutherland's all right. Um, well, that's really about it. <laughs> and really saying Kiefer Sutherland's all right is kind of a close call. Um, but yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Like, no, those kids were get those kids get fucking molested like crazy. And, well, And fucking, like, all these, like, actresses that are in movies. And who, it's amazing how Harvey Weinstein, all this shit happens. And all these actresses that you know gave that dude a blowjob haven't said a fucking word. And it's because they don't want people to know that the only reason they're in movies is because they fucked Harvey Weinstein. You think Jennifer Lawrence is in movies because she's talented? That bitch is so fucking, I'm a better actress. Her fucking cry. Like her fucking crying face where it looks like her face is like, she looks like a wax figure version of Jennifer Lawrence. Like just that, like every time she cries in a movie or screams and it, like her voice always cracks her screams. Like she's like, Oh, look at how much she's trying. It's like, no, she's been, she's probably been smoking cigarettes since she was 11. Like, no, fuck that. Like Emma Stone, Emma Stone was fucking Harvey Weinstein too. That's why she won Best Actress. Like all these people, you look back at Best Actress winners from the last 20 years, and it's hard to find, I mean, you might find five of them who didn't get it because they fucked Harvey Weinstein. Jennifer Lawrence won Best Actress. You think that that shit was because she was so breathtakingly good in Silver Linings Playbook? Hell no. Fuck that. Bradley Cooper's a better actress. (laughs) He's hotter, too. Bradley Cooper's fucking, that's a hot man. Uh, anyways. But yeah, you look at that and you're like, there's no fucking way that, like, that Jennifer Lawrence won that shit on talent. Fuck no. You look at, like, the list. It's a bunch of Hillary Swanks won it twice in the past 20 years. Yeah, 20 years, which is insanity. Which, one, she won playing a dude, which is pretty fitting. But then she won a million for Million Dollar Baby. You're like, God damn, Million Dollar Baby is easily one of the worst movies ever made. Also one of the funniest. Like, probably one of the greatest comedies of the last 20 years. Like, how... There's no way that's really how you can break your neck. Is by tripping and falling on a stool. I don't know, maybe you can. I mean, Clint Eastwood wrote that movie. And for him, yeah... If he tripped and fell and landed on anything other than, like, a fucking giant beanbag chair, I mean, yeah, he'd probably snap his neck. Oh, man. But, yeah. Fuck. There's no way. But, look, I also don't blame these people. I do not blame these women one bit. I would have done the exact same thing. If I would have went into Harvey Weinstein's hotel room and he said, hey, uh, like he's in there smoking a cigar, wearing like a silk robe, real dimly lit, Kenny G playing. I'm like, oh, I thought I was here to read a script. Oh, you are. 
But uh, how would you like to, you know, bypass all that? And you could just be in the movie. I would say, oh, sure. Like, what movie? And he says, oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the fucking Rings. Okay. Like, what do I have to do? He, like, slowly undoes his robe. And you just see just a mess. (laughs) Just a fucking clump of just skin and fat and little stubble. And you're like, oh, God. He's like, well, you know. Do you really want to be in Lord of the Rings? Like, oh fuck yeah, I want to be in Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, like, what do I have to do? He's like, well, you just have to give me like, you know, two, two or three blowjobs. I would like, I would have been on my knees before he finished that sentence. To be in fucking Lord of the Rings. One of them. I mean, he's produced so many goddamn movies, like any of those movies. Shit, Silver Linings Playbook. Out of yeah, he's like these people are out of their mind to pretend like they wouldn't do that, and like they have like, you know, what do you call it? What do you call it when you're actually a good person? <laughs> integrity. <laughs> yeah, they want to <laughs> damn. They want to pretend like they have integrity. You don't have any fucking integrity. Like you're no. I don't. I have no fucking integrity whatsoever. I would, I will do, I would do anything, whatever I could. I just said I'm willing to fight Steven Seagal publicly just to get uh, some kind of attention and money. So clearly I don't have integrity. Although I could spin it to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm fighting him because of the way he treated women. <laughs> That's not why I'm fighting him. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm, I'd just be fighting him because he's, I think I could win. I'm not going to find somebody that I'm like, you know, iffy about. <laughs> I'm not going to find Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dude, that dude would fucking destroy me. I mean, he blinded one of his stuntmen. So what do you think he would do to me? I don't think he fully blinded him. I think he just kicked. He, he did kick a stuntman's eye out, which is wild. Um, but Yeah. Like, the only reason I'm challenging Steven Seagal is because I know I would probably win that fight. And, yeah, so, so I have no fucking integrity. I'm not trying to make it a, cl- a, f- a fair match. Get the fuck out of here with that. No. No, I, I'm... God, this is not good. It's really not good to have no integrity, but Whatever. You gotta get in if what is it, get in to fit in or some shit. <laughs> oh yeah, back to LeBron James. So um so they have this fight. Uh and he fights a dude that plays with the pistons, so Detroit sucks, all that stuff. Um they just announced like the punishments for it, which if you want to find out how rigged the NBA is, here we go. So the punishment for Isaiah Stewart is a two game or er, okay. So I'll do LeBron James first. So the punishment for LeBron James is a one-game suspension. He is suspended for one goddamn game, which the NBA plays about uh, 280 games a year. So, you know, I don't think that one is going to mean too much. He'll probably have more time to fucking tweet a bunch of stupid shit. So LeBron James (laughs) uh, and make Space Jam 3. So LeBron James suspended for one game. Isaiah Stewart suspended for two games, so double the amount, but still 
and find $950,000. Which, you know, for most NBA players, is probably nothing. But you remember, this fucker plays for the Pistons. Um, like, he probably has to pay for his own hotel rooms <laughs> whenever they go out of town. Like, like the Pistons, there's no way they got money. Uh, so, 950000 for him is a... I mean, he'll be... He'll be working for the NBA until he's 70 to pay that shit off. So he gets a fine, basically a million dollars. Just find him a million. Like 950000 at that at that rate, just make it a fucking mill. So we'll just say he gets fined a million dollars and gets suspended for twice as long as LeBron James. All because he got punched in the fucking face by LeBron James. The NBA is goddamn rigged to make that piece of shit seem like he's the next Jordan. And that's all it is, is them wanting so desperately to have a new Michael Jordan that they will do anything they can to put LeBron James at that level. And look, I know the NBA was rigged when Michael Jordan played. The NBA has been rigged since the 70s. Uh, like, there's there isn't a chance in hell like I mean, you could read this shit about Patrick Ewing's draft. Like whenever the whenever they were doing the draft, uh, the Knicks were like desperate to get fucking Patrick Ewing, and so they uh, had the envelope frozen so that whenever they were going in to reach in for, it, they could feel for the cold one and know that that was the Knicks. So the Knicks pick, and they picked Patrick Ewing. The NBA's always been rigged. And and you look at it like when you look at the statistics for like uh, finals viewership during the '90s. So you look at it like when Jordan played, and it's like just these skyrocketing numbers. Then you look at the two years that he retired in like what '95 and '96, I think, or '94, '95. You look at those two, and they're just tanked. Like those two years are like some of the lowest ones. And then he comes back, and then boom, 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 boom skyrocketing again. Until he retires, but, or not until he retires, but until he gets like kind of too old. Yeah, yeah, until he retires. And then Kobe comes in, and Kobe's numbers start bringing the NBA back up because the it's starting to look downhill when Jordan's about to retire. Kobe becomes the new Jordan, and numbers skyrocketing, skyrocketing. But then Shaq leaves, and like the Lakers start to suck. Oh, we need a new one. We need another Jordan slash Kobe. The next best thing is LeBron. So they start doing this shit and building LeBron these fucking super teams. So they say, oh, we got to get LeBron out of Cleveland. Got to get him out of Cleveland. He ain't going to do it in Cleveland. Bring him to Miami with Shaq and fucking... Or was Shaq on the team then? Whatever. I don't know. But, um, yeah, they bring him into Miami and he fucking wins two finals in Miami. Bullshit. Like... <laughs> so... um. Yeah, like, Michael to Kobe, I get. Kobe fits. Is he, like, as was he as good as Michael Jordan? No. But he's, like, damn near the same. Uh, same, like, competition style. Fucking ruthless. Intense. Selfish at times. But ultimately, being selfish because he, they know they're the best player. Michael Jordan wasn't, like, being selfish, like, just because he's being an asshole, which he is. Michael Jordan being selfish because if it's between him taking a shot to win the game or fucking Horace Grant, yeah, you 
everyone in that goddamn arena would be saying, don't give it to that four-eyed fuck. Jordan, take the shot. So you can call that selfish, but it's really just him knowing he's the best player on the team. Kobe, the same way. Except for, like, with Shaq. Like, when, when Shaq was there, like, you see Kobe going back and forth with Shaq. And even with, like, Derek Fisher and, you know, these other guys. And Horace Grant. He was on that team, too. But when Shaq leaves and the Lakers won the finals, like, uh, one of, you know, uh, later. Like, Kobe was Kobe wasn't passing that shit to anybody. Oh, fucking Caruso. <laughs> like, Kobe was like, fuck that. I'll, I'll take the shot. And they won... The fucking finals through it. So, he clearly knew what he was doing. So, yeah, fuck that. Fuck all that noise about LeBron being the next Jordan, next Kobe. Hell no. Derrick Rose would have been, but his fucking knee is made out of goddamn bubble wrap. I mean, I'd... I just think it's fucking hilarious that LeBron James gets so much attention for being, oh, this like amazing athlete. As a person, sure. Like LeBron James has done a lot of good shit. And then you compare that to Michael. mm, LeBron's got him beat. As a human being, has Michael beat. As a basketball player, fuck no. Not even close. Michael Jordan... And and you can test a LeBron fan by saying, if somebody had a gun to your head and said, I need someone to make a, th- a fucking shot right now, and they're going to be double teamed, but they have to make this shot. If they miss, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. If they make it, you get to walk away. Are you going to give the ball to Michael Jordan or LeBron James? There isn't a person on the – and I'm talking prime Michael Jordan and prime LeBron James, which I don't know what even you would consider prime LeBron, probably the Miami Heat LeBron, or whenever they won the finals like back in like 2013 or 14, whatever it was. Um, like who, who are you going to give the ball to to make that shot and not get fucking killed? Every LeBron James fan on the planet is saying, uh, give it to Michael. Like, give it to Mike. There is, like, there's no way. There's no way you would risk your life over that. And if your life is in danger, you're going Michael Jordan all the way. Fuck yeah. Like, I, and I just think that that's funny that, like, these people can't, can't fucking admit that. They're like, no. Like, LeBron James is a fucking role model. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan's a piece of shit. Everybody knows that Michael Jordan's an asshole. But I, I would much rather have him on my team than LeBron James, somebody that fucking cries every time something doesn't go his way. And so the NBA just makes sure that shit goes his way. A one-game suspension versus two games and a million goddamn dollars. For, and he was the fucker that hit him. Yeah, LeBron James can suck a fat one. That is bullshit. And that's also why the NBA is just fucked now. That's, I mean, it's NBA's always been rigged. Everybody knows it. Fucking some of the refs uh, lead the league in block shots. <laughs> like, yeah, when you know the when the when you see a ref out there fucking just stuffing a player, <laughs> you should, that should 
raise a few flags. But I'll say this. I bet all sports are rigged. Watching the NFL this year has made me think there's some shit rigged in here, too. Like, too much, like, storybook fantasy kind of shit. Like, um, like uh, you know, having a – it's like the shit that you see before the Super Bowl where they'll take a player who, like, you know, had a mom who loved him, but then she had fucking – Titty cancer dies, and then he goes to the Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, this is for you, mom. That that bullshit. That like Cinderella story that they show the little five minute documentary before the Super Bowl. The NFL is, seems like they're looking for that shit hard. Um, I mean, Brady has been like the cash cow for the past twenty years, so it's it fits that it's with him. But like, you see a lot of it where they just they're finding somebody like. Like, is there anybody on the team whose uh, dad had uh, lupus? Like, like they want to find some shit. Or uh, did some, hey, did, was there anybody whose brother died in a car wreck? Like, like, God damn. And then, of course, what do you see? That fucker winning MVP or winning the game. And, like, man, like, shit does not happen like that in real life. Like, in real life, the people who face the most adversity and the most shit lose. Like the people who do the or who are the most successful, shit's easy for them. That's why they're successful, because shit was given to them, and they basically fail upwards. Like even if they fuck up, ah, we're just gonna promote you and get you out of the way. Like that's the shit that happens in real life. In real life, that's what happens. Like you fucking rich people, it's fucking easy for them. Or people who are successful. It's usually really goddamn easy. Like, if, if your fucking dad beat the shit out of you and your mom, or your dad's an alcoholic and, you know, chose the bottle over you and your mom was a fucking pill-popping, like, chick, and so you go live with your grandma and she fucking dies of cancer the year that you're gonna, that you're, you're having your best season, you don't go to the Super Bowl. You have a mental breakdown and that's it. That's how it works. Wow. It's a hell of a bright note to end it on. <laughs> God damn, take your pros act.